Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the final episode of this season of My First Time. My name is Zing Sing. Over the last 10 weeks, we've heard women talk about everything from clown fetishes to toxic threesomes and sex after transitioning. We'll be back in a few weeks' time, but we've got a special story for you this week. And in some ways, a very traditional story. We got into jacuzzi and the same thing continued. And at this point, out the corner of my eye, I noticed a really beautiful Asian girl standing on the side of the jacuzzi and she was waving wildly at us. My first time. Marriage. The old ball and chain, right? There's the idea that when you get married, you found your soulmate and that's you done for the rest of your life. But what if you end up wanting something more? Hi, my name's Kathy, and this is a story about the first time I had group sex with my husband. Funny story about our next guest, Kathy Keane. She does PR for a sex and dating app for couples called Field, aka Tinder for Threesomes. You might think that's a pretty risque gig, but in many ways, Kathy is the perfect person for the job. I was raised in quite a traditional Christian uh, way. So I was at church every Sunday as a child. Both of my parents demonstrated the most perfect monogamous relationship throughout my life. And um, I seem to have completely deviated away from that to arrive at where I am now. Kathy's about to take us into a whole new world of open marriages and group sex. So grab your partner, if you're both that way inclined, and get comfy. The main way to uh, talk about or describe the situation I'm in now is that um, it happened as a result of me realising that that perfect monogamous identity that my parents had was not as it as it should be. So externally it looked one way, but internally it looked quite different. And as I became older, I realised more and more that that was the case, that what people presented socially um, was often completely the opposite to what was going on behind closed doors. So I'd always thought, even years ago, even as a young 20-something person, thought there must be another way. Um, At that time there wasn't the opportunity certainly not the language, to discuss those things or ask those questions without being judged quite heavily. 
uh, yeah, in recent years, um, I discovered that there were not only more people like me, but opportunities and um, events where people could meet and start to discuss these things and, and develop these ideas and, and get into relationships or intimate situations with other people like me. Anyone who grows up with a mum and dad who seem perfect eventually figures out that relationships and marriages aren't always what they're cracked up to be. Working in a strip club, Cathy realised the exact same thing. When I used to boil down like my jealousy or my feelings of guilt from my side, I used to just think that it was purely down to the lie that was being told rather than the actual act of getting close to someone else or becoming intimate with someone else. And um, I kind of aspired to be able to say those things out loud at some point and because of my job at the time I could speak to my girlfriends like that and they were very accepting of it but I certainly couldn't speak to my boyfriends at the time when I was with them and then when I met my my now husband he was just so much more of a liberated person in terms of his sexuality he didn't have an identity per se that that would tell somebody that he had alternative viewpoints, but he refused to be put in a box about anything. And it was always open to the idea of trying new things. And he just made me feel safe. He made me feel like I could just be honest about those things. And I started to tell him about these feelings and thoughts I'd been having in my other relationships. And instead of him cutting me down or getting upset, he was just like, okay, well, I feel the same and it would be cool to sort of talk about that a bit more. Kathy met Thomas when they were both working at a corporate event. They fell in love and quickly dived straight into a very serious relationship with a kid and a marriage. He and I spoke from the beginning quite um, openly about those things. We decided to open about two years into the relationship. and uh, It started with a conversation about... Um, taking those ideas one step further, how would it happen? And we were aware of various parties where people met and um, <clears throat> had sex. And we thought, it, straight away, that didn't really tick my box, but I didn't know where else to start. So we went to um, a party, Killing Kittens, um, which was actually an amazing experience. The, to this day... Out of the parties we've been to, it was the best one. Killing Kittens pops up at different venues in the UK. But for Cathy's first time, it picked a pretty unlikely venue in London. I think normally from other friends that I have that it's normally um, a queer space and um, like known as a gay sauna. Um, and um, basically it's like a basement club. You walk downstairs and there's like a changing room to your left and then a bar area, and then this kind of kind of looks like a spa, so like stone tiles, jacuzzi, big jacuzzi on one side, shower block on the right, and then this like series of like changing rooms and in inverted commas, which are actually like rubber-lined cells, which is clearly where people go and <laughs> interact with each other. We're just about to hear Cathy's first ever group sex experience, and I have so many questions. I mean, it's already hard enough to hit on someone as a single person, let alone doing it as a couple. What are you going to say? What is he going to say? Do they like what you're wearing? Do they like what he's wearing? How do you engineer a situation where nobody feels awkward or put off? 
So you come down, you're suited and booted. There's like a Prosecco reception and people go and put their stuff in the change room if they've got changed. And you stand around the bar pretty much like you're in a normal cocktail party. So there's drinks circulating and people chatting. And I remember thinking the only reason I knew that it was different is that I'd left the changing area first and gone to the bar. And my husband, who is like a very tall, attractive man, um, was a few minutes behind me. And he came out of the changing room. And I just remember this, like this group of women, like standing up like meerkats, like just noticing him come through the crowd and then all following in him, like unashamed with their eyes to the bar. Whereas normally in a normal bar, that wouldn't even happen. But if it did, and then you'd sort of clocked that man's partner, you'd look away and they just all stared at me. And I was, I'm quite confident normally, but I felt really like a rabbit in the headlights because I'd never been sort of confronted with such like aggressive like desire from other people. And they were looking at me and looking at him equally. And I just turned to Thomas and kind of felt like we were just in a completely different space that we'd not been in before. So that soon after two drinks turned into people coming over and talking to us. And there was a lot of interest more, I think, because in the scene as a whole or in that those parties, generally the women are actually very attractive, but the guys don't seem to be as attractive. They're not as young and as, as attractive as the girls. So Thomas was getting a lot of attention and people came to speak to us. And within sort of about 45 minutes, the women who were around us, so there was two students quite a lot younger than me which made me feel a little bit uncomfortable but they were very confident um speaking to us and after the the small talk had gone on long enough they were kind of like looking at us like so uh, what do you uh, what do you want to do kind of thing they didn't say those words but they were both like looking at each other and looking at us and whereas I would have assumed that I would have been quite like um driven into making a move normally I just I wasn't at all I felt it wasn't I was scared even, I felt passive. I felt like somebody else was running the show. So one of the girls jumped on me and one of the girls jumped on Thomas. Yeah, we were just kissing um, these girls. And yeah, that progressed to them saying, do you want to go to the jacuzzi? Which we did. And yeah, we got into the jacuzzi and the same thing continued. And at this point, out the corner of my eye, I noticed a really beautiful Asian girl standing on the side of the um, jacuzzi and she was waving wildly at us like <laughs> almost jumping up and down and waving her hand and I caught her attention and uh, Thomas did too and she she's like can I she's like mouth can can I come in and obviously that meant because there was people all around us and, and we kind of nodded and she came over and she just started to I think she was talking to us a little bit while the girls were stood there too and somehow then she became involved in the kissing I don't know quite logistically how he managed that if I look back to it but I was quite drunk by this point it felt really nice it was really slow it was really sensual it didn't feel at all kind of rushed I wasn't focused upon sex if I'm honest at that point I was just really enjoying like the experience of it and this kind of very um very female um experience because I guess in my head I was expecting it to be about a couple, so there'd be a guy involved, whereas there wasn't. There was me and three other girls and, and Thomas. Um, and then we, between us, decided to go into one of these spaces. Um, so we we went and picked a space. At the time, we didn't realise it was the only one that had a peephole on the door. 
um, which is a big thing in I now know in, in fetish clubs too, is there's certain spaces where you can play where um, people can just watch voyeuristically and enjoy the, the experience. So we ended up in a peephole room that so we had quite a crowd outside. And um, yeah, Thomas and I, when we've been with the two girls, we're kind of, I think we changed girls. And then the, um, her name was, oh, I can't say her name actually, but yeah, the girl, the Asian girl went um, and joined in with Thomas as, uh, as well. And yeah, then it started to become sexual. I think we were nude, all of us at that point. And I, although again, that's something that obviously went up a gear. I didn't feel that happening. It felt really natural. It felt really nice. It felt, it was really relaxed. I didn't feel pushed or uncomfortable at all. It didn't seem like anybody did. It had a really beautiful, nice, natural rhythm to it. Um, probably lasted about half an hour before somebody who'd been looking through the peephole then knocked on the door and we opened it and there was a couple there and I actually recognised the girl. I danced with her years ago um, at another striptease venue in London. Um, she didn't recognise me but I, I could just, I remembered who she was and she was there with her partner or husband, whoever, and she's like, do you mind if we come in? At this point the two student girls had had enough and disappeared and this these couple came in. Uh, the other lady stayed with us and the girl was with um, Thomas and then this is the only time that became uncomfortable for me and it, it made me realise something about myself and that was that um, I need to have some kind of social interaction connection it sounds obvious now but at the time I wasn't aware of that before I can have a sexual experience and enjoy it um, because Thomas um, leaned to me as very much about consent and said do you feel comfortable to have sex with the guy and I said, okay, yeah, and I agreed to it. And um, the guy was safe, there was condoms and stuff. So we, we had sex, but within maybe two minutes from having sex with me, I just felt completely detached from the experience. Um, although I'd normally prefer guys sexually to a woman, I was much more enjoying the times with the girls because we'd had that time to get to know each other. And it just was so slow with the girls. The guy just straight away turned into sex and I was like, he was having sex with me from behind. And I just remember thinking, mm, no, <laughs> it just wasn't my thing. And he was quite a nice looking guy. He was obviously a very sweet guy as well. And I just said, oh, it's just, it's not what I want to do. And he was like completely fine, like stopped. And then um, I went to the shower block with the girls and we were just giggling and having a laugh together um, until Thomas came out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It was just sex. 
There was nothing emotional about it, and Kathy and Thomas weren't looking to get into a relationship with another person yet. But what it does sound like is an incredible sexual experience to share with your partner, just one that happened to involve a few other people. We just felt so liberated. We went to breakfast in Soho afterwards, and we were just completely. We expected so many things and none of them happened. And it was so much better than our expectations. Um, My fantasy was to be with more than one guy. And although KK's not geared towards that, I do know that there are some friends of friends who come in there and kind of cater to girls with those tastes. So I, I assumed that I might find myself in that situation, which was on the cards, but I just completely didn't want it. I was really interested in the girls. And he, I guess, felt like... He didn't think there'd be any action the first time. He thought we were just going to go and look and talk about it afterwards. And then we literally just dived in there like we'd been doing it our whole lives. So, yeah, we just we were, we were laughing a lot and kind of, I guess, feeling closer for the experience because it was a shared experience that neither of us had ever had before with anybody. The morning after, Kathy was a little hungover but exhilarated. With her husband by her side, she'd slept with half a dozen people, most of them women. Women are different. Like, there's so much, like, more you can do with, with women. And it's not my preference. I don't fantasise about women. I always fantasise about guys. But when you're in the moment, and maybe I got that from when I was dancing too because you were allowed to be a bit closer with girls, but even just, like, laying your hands on each other and, like, running your hands down somebody's back or, like, through someone's hair, like, there was just a lot of that happening and I found it, like, quite cathartic, I guess. Like, I, it was, it's really slow and relaxing and... Although there was like proper oral sex, you're kind of all like interwoven into each other and you don't really, you're not that much aware of what's happening at any one particular time. Like a sex act is happening now. It just all kind of flows with women. Mm. Guys, it's like, right, and now we're going to fuck. And like, you know, they put a condom on and, and they kind of get on with it. Whereas it didn't, I can't think of a time where it stopped or started in between when I was with the women. Obviously, everyone would like to have more sex. So on that score alone, an orgy seems like a pretty good deal. But watching your husband have sex with someone else can't be a fun experience. Since that party, when we've had other experiences, I have seen him with other girls. I've really enjoyed it, um, which surprised me a lot. I wasn't expecting that. I guess I entered open relationship um, territory thinking again, selfishly about my how I could like benefit from that and then thinking that I would have to compromise on things like jealousy and, and feel jealousy towards Thomas and uh, and his partners but it shocked me to feel like this kind of like when he's loved people because he's had two like proper girlfriends that gives me a very kind of like warm feeling which shocked me the first time I felt it and when he's had sex with other people that he's not necessarily in long-term relationships with like when we've been to parties that's aroused me it feels like a very like generous situation it seems like the perfect relationship it's not simple or straightforward by any means but it sounds a lot happier than some monogamous relationships that I've been in I felt we'd had a baby I was married to someone that would allow me to still pursue um, intimate relationships with other people still love me for it, still be there for me, you know, give me the solidarity and structure that I wanted at home and he felt the same and just he f- just felt like you were just had your cake and you could eat it too and that made us feel amazing together um, I remember that feeling, probably about six months we were just so high from it 
and constantly we're just like wow this is just amazing that we can do this and I did feel a little bit um, scared initially like oh is this too good to be true like you know if we start doing this he may feel different or I may and we did go through sticky patches to be fair when we first met other people who got attached to us we're like god how do we deal with these emotions but yeah we just came through it and I feel like I don't want to say it out loud to people who are monogamous because they just assume straight away that I'm saying that the way that I do stuff is better, which is what I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying for me personally, because of the way that I'd always felt in my other relationships, to not have to lie to myself, especially, was just the most liberating thing that's ever happened to me. I just noticed how much I used to just try to deny a lot of things that I felt prior to that. I think a lot of people struggle with feelings of attraction for someone else when they're already in a relationship. But I think it takes real guts to not only admit to yourself what's happening, but to admit it to your partner. And it's a whole other level to act on it together. Like Kathy said at the start, it's not something you can go into lightly. And for some couples, sex can only get you so far. We did it kind of in quick succession right at the beginning of opening. And after that, both decided that we wanted something more meaningful from our um, sexual interactions. So we started to build relationships with people instead his girlfriend for a year, my boyfriend for a year. Um, I guess more sort of pursuing what people term as polyamory was because we were actually having full-on relationships um, with other people and each other. I, I feel like I could go to a play party game, but it'd be quite nice to do it with people that we've already got established relationships with. We're coming to the end of our chat with Kathy in this first season as a whole. But the more I do this, the more I realise what most of the guests on this podcast have in common – They've all tried to strike out on their own and redefine what it means to have sex or be in a relationship. And it's not something that has a definite end point. Like everyone else, they're all just figuring it out along the way. My perception of marriage had changed before we had group sex, to be honest, but it's just reaffirmed the fact that I don't think monogamy is a good signifier of a healthy marriage. Um, not to say that a monogamous marriage can't be healthy, but I don't think you can look at someone who is and then say okay, that must mean the marriage is good because Thomas and I have, have group sex and sex with other partners and I feel very, very strong as well. So I guess it's just kind of changed my perception of what I used to think marriage is and, you know, in contrast to how I used to think it was. The the, the image there is that, you know, you stay faithful to one partner forever and as a child, any kind of affairs or anything were hidden from me. As I got older, I heard about affairs and saw the damage they caused saw the lies, caught people out. When I danced, I used to meet guys constantly who were in that situation, often often feeling very guilty about it, not being like, yay, I'm cheating, just being like, I can't stop myself and I feel terrible because how could I treat the woman that you know I love and I've had my children with in this way? But more often than not, women were doing that to husbands too and then feeling terrible about it. That's it from my first time for now. I'm Zing Sing, the UK editor of Broadly, and this episode was produced by Sam Bonham. If you've liked what we do, leave us a review on iTunes. You can catch up on all 10 episodes on broadly.vice.com and check out the other podcasts on Vice too. If you have a story you're dying to tell us on our next season, drop us a line on broadly.editor at vice.com. We'll see you in a few weeks. Ever. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.